<laughs> this <laughs> is Johnny Go Basta, and you're in the Sausage <laughs> You went down to Rio. You lit the torch. You got the Zika. You pretended you got held up at gunpoint. You won a gold medal. You went swimming in the fetid waters. You got some coconut water. You said your ideas. And you came on back to the old country. And you went back to your preseason football life of walking down the street and listening to horrible talk radio and somebody came up behind you and they had one of those portal guns and they shot it onto the wall and a hole opened up and it ripped the fabric of space time and you decided to dive right through it you ended up in the sausage hut back where you belong How does that figure? It was great, though, and it still is great, and I'm Johnny Kilbasa, and I'm from that dude's show who's not part of the crappy talk radio world. He's part of the good talk radio world, and his name's Mark Aram, and I do the fast food review on his show, and I also did the Olympics Minute for a couple weeks. Hope you enjoyed that one. Of course, I did the Game of Thrones Minute before that, and... Hopefully, if Big Daddy lets me, I'll be doing more minutes because I know everybody likes them. And you can check it all out, no matter where it is, on johnnykilbasa.com. And I put my stuff up there. My stuff's available on iTunes. My stuff's available on Google Play. My stuff's available on johnnykilbasa.com. My stuff's available from, uh, you know, if you don't have any of that stuff, uh, just shoot me an email and I'll email it to you. Or just go over to your mom's house and ask her, because I'm sure she has it too. Woohoo! Yeah, going to miss the Olympics. And I know that we're already a week past the Olympics, but it takes me a while to get over it, okay? I still got about 20 hours on my DVR that I haven't watched yet, and I've been watching Olympics every evening for the last you know, week since the, since the, uh, since the Olympics have been over. So now I'm just getting into all the good stuff now, like the, the gold medal stuff and handball, cycling, more handball, track and field that I already saw, some wrestling, the modern pentathlon, of course, boxing I don't care about, basketball was cool, volleyball was cool, men's water polo, eh. But that's what I'm doing. I don't want to let it go. Because it really is the only hope for humanity. Didn't you know that? And in celebration of that. Damn it. That is not the one I wanted. <laughs> Every freaking time. Let's try that again. In celebration of that. We're going to do it one more time for the kids. 
one more time for grandma one more time for all the fundraisers one more time for Rebecca Lowe Dan Patrick but not Ryan Seacrest because nobody cares about Ryan Seacrest I did some uh, did some Olympics minutes the transcripts are now up on johnnykobasa.com and there was one Olympics minute that never got aired on the big air and I'm going to do it right now and I don't even think this has ever been attempted so I'm just going to see how it happens because I just want to hear this ticker one more time going to miss you going to miss you Olympics theme all right One more time for the Olympic ideal. On your mark, get set. Here we go. Right. Oh, On your mark, my last false start. Get set. Day 19, it's almost over. The U.S. has 100 medals. That's 35 gold, 33 silver, and 32 bronze. Aston Eshin won the decathlon. That's 10 events with an outdated, confusing, convoluted scoring system. Look it up. The events are the 100 meters, long jump, shot put, high jump, 400 meters, 110-meter hurdles, discus pole vault, javelin, 1,500 meters, the U.S. women's 4x100-meter relay. Botched a handoff in qualifying, but Allison Felix was bumped. They got the paperwork out, filed an official protest. It was accepted, and they got to run it again all by themselves, and they qualified, and they won. Greco-Roman wrestling means you can't attack the legs, so that's mean there's a lot of hugging and dancing on the mat. It's 2016. We still can't come come up with anything better than safety pinning pieces of paper on a track athletes with their name and number on it really a very large man from boring oregon won the men's shot put usain bolt destroyed the field to win his third consecutive 200 meter gold medal final he's won four by 100 meter relay gold away from tying carl lewis's total of nine career track gold medals of course he did that wrestler helen marulis beat wrestling legend saura roshida to win the gold medal in the 53 kilogram women's wrestling weight class yoshida had only lost two matches since 1998 we got men's basketball a few more track and field events and the closing ceremonies to go Thank Thank you, Rio. Thank you very much. We hardly knew you. And now on the Mark Aram easy, Show, easy, it's time for the... Easy, Yeah, Bruce was too busy to put uh, an intro on top of that like he said he was going to. Oh, well, I guess I don't have, you know, I just take what I can get, and I'm thankful for that. So there you go. There's the Olympics. The Olympics post-mortem right here. I'm going to close out my last text text notebook pad uh, scribblings of my Olympics minute. You know, and it's it might just be a really fast little bit of comedy, but it's probably the most expertly condensed dripling of pop culture that uh, any human being could possibly get right here from J to the K all the way. Man, I don't want it to go. I can't. I can't let go. Can we just listen one more time? One more time. All right. All right. All right. Here's our closing ceremony for the Olympic theme song. We're going to fade you out one last time. See you in Tokyo. Or wait, where's uh, the, the, the Winter Olympics? Lillehammer? I think they're in Lillehammer. Or are they in Russia? No, they were in Russia. China? I think China's getting them. I don't know. We'll see you then, though.
All right, there we go. No more Olympics. I know. I I, I know you guys all enjoyed my special Olympic podcasts throughout the Olympiad. It was fun to do. It was fun to watch, and it was fun to be a part of. Because really, the Olympics do better for humanity than any amount of guns and any amount of politicians and any amount of um, racist hate that goes through your head on a daily basis. If you can just get over that for two weeks and realize that we can settle our differences on the track and in the pool and on the pommel horse... (laughs) The world would be a better place. Dumbass. Yeah. Now what do we go on to? It's time for fall sports. It's time for Labor Day. It's time for summer to be over with. It's time to take all those white pants you've been wearing all summer and put them back in the freaking closet because you can't wear them after Labor Day. No matter what your friends tell you, no white pants after Labor Day. And it's time to start putting those sandals away, too. Because if you're a man, you shouldn't be wearing sandals. How about that? If you're a woman, you can wear sandals all day long as long as your feet don't hang over them like you're you know, wearing shoes that are three sizes too small. Get over it. If you have huge feet, ladies, don't wear sandals. I don't care how many pedicures you get. Jeez feet are bigger than mine they're wider than mine too and i know that i can't find a pair of pumps that fit me so i don't think you should be trying either (laughs) although you say something like that today and it's like oh there's nothing wrong with cross-dressing i'm sure there's not but i'm not cross-dressing because well, one, I don't want to, and two, you know, a thick man is not made to be cross-dressing. If you're if, if you're a skinny little tart, then you can cross-dress all day because you can find good-looking clothes, I would suppose, that would put the lotion in the bucket for you. That's right. It puts the lotion in the bucket. So, fall sports, what does that mean to me? It means the English Premier League. <laughs> what does that mean to me? It means... Three teams in the Spanish League, La Liga, and what else does that mean to me? It means college football. What else does that mean to me? Oh, NFL football. NFL football is just... I wish it would go away, almost. Until I mean, if if my team starts to win, if my team goes 3-0, then it's going to be the greatest thing ever. But they're not going to because they're rebuilding all the time. And we've got the new coach who says the same thing that the 15 older coaches said, except he's going to be right about this stuff. And it just reminds me of so many things that I hate about life in general and life in sports and sports audio and what people have to say when they're talking to the press. NFL coaches, I mean, they have to go talk to the press every stinking day. And they can't divulge anything, really. And they have to talk in platitudes. And they have to use these tired sports cliches. And it's funny that, you know, I don't even know how people can coach 
young millionaires and try to get them to believe in football in this it's it's almost this religion of football that they have to that they have to do you know so it's like we got to get better you know we're going to go out there and we're going to work hard and we're going to get better they you know we're, we we did okay there's some good things we did but there's a lot of stuff we got to work on and um, that's what we're going to work on at practice because, you know, if you, you, you can't have a good game if you don't have a good practice. So we're going to work on our communication. You know, there's things we got to clean up on the communication side. We can't be shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties. We're going to have to work on that. And, you know, we just want to get guys in there playing football. You know, it's a new offensive scheme. It's a new defensive scheme. It's a new special team scheme. And uh, it's really like these guys never played football in their entire lives because, um, it's actually more important for them to listen to me and what I do than that it actually is to remember the fundamentals of football, and that's um, see ball, get ball, or take ball over goal line, or take ball, pass ball, catch ball, touchdown, or make a read, find ball, tackle, ball carrier, or see ball, Deflect pass, intercept pass. There's a. Oh, I just uh, wandered into the casino here. Sorry about that. I've uh, got a bunch of new sound effects here, and I'm not sure if how many. <laughs> I turned them loose on El Chapo. I'm, I got some. Uh, I got some good audio of that. But thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I got to go about organizing those in a better place because um, if I don't. I'm pretty sure that a zombie horde will come and get me. Eh, zombies. So playing football and just being around football and just the whole, and especially this, especially now, football training camp, I'm talking about pros because luckily, I mean, I don't know, you don't, maybe you do if you're in a pure college town. I don't know if college coaches do daily press conferences like they do in the NFL. And I don't want to know because I want to continue to like my college coach and not hear everything he has to say. So in the NFL, the worst thing in sports is NFL preseason. And there's there's absolutely no reason that has to be four weeks long. I don't care about I really don't care about the health of the players. They have to play 16 games anyway. Why not just cut it why why not just cut 2 weeks out of everything? I mean, if you're a season ticket holder, you have to buy tickets to the preseason games, which is awful. I mean, they're the the they're the most meaningless, they're practices. And then everybody has to tow the tow the team line, and you know they're just lying through their teeth. I just want to come out here and get better. You know, everybody's fighting for a spot. I just want to do the best that I can, and I want to work hard in practice. I want to work hard and get better. Why is everybody talking about getting better when they're in the NFL? You should be better already. You shouldn't have to work on anything. You should be able to step up cold and play football from whistle to whistle. And 
don't tell me that I don't understand offensive and defensive schemes. It's not – you try to make it so complicated because these jackasses who coach these teams think they have a philosophy and they operate under the assumption that if you just listen to me, everything will work and every mistake that gets made is because your players that, that make all the money aren't following your system the way that it should be when how many Super Bowls have you won? Oh, really? And and just because Bill Belichick looks like a genius because Tom Brady, now all of a sudden it's the Patriots way and you have to – the team comes before individuals. Oh, I can't stand hearing that horse shit. Team, there's no I team. Because it's you, you know, you got to put the team first. And like, listen, Belichick, you just, everybody thinks you're a genius because of one thing, Tom freaking Brady. If you never would have had Tom Brady, the Patriots never would have had the Patriots way. If you would have stayed in Cleveland, it wouldn't have been the Cleveland way. You're a genius because of Tom Brady and nobody else. And I don't want to hear about all the other people that played on that team. I don't care how many Super Bowls you won. I don't care how how much you thought you had something to do with it. Unless your name was Tom Brady, you didn't have anything to do with it. Ugh, Belichick. Now he gets to be a jerk because he won Super Bowls. And I guess that's the way it goes. You know, people make you, if you're a coach, you really are only as good as the horses in the barn at every level. At least in uh, college, you're responsible for getting them into the barn, whereas the pros, you have a general manager that takes the blame. This culture of winning, trying to establish a culture of winning, is and it's sustained winning. Like We don't want to live, or we don't want to just win today. We want to win several times in the future. Well, I got news for you, pal. I want to win today. I want to win once, and I don't care because as a, as a Cleveland Browns fan, I heard the same tired rhetoric from the last five regimes that came through the year that they wanted to build a culture of winning, a sustained winning. And, of course, that you know, whenever anybody says that, that means we're going to have to suck for two years. And then everybody comes in here, they suck for two years, all the players they picked suck, and then they move on to the next one. And now we got huge, jack, huge action in here who had some – I I don't know. He's the quarterback whisperer. We've got the ghost of RG three. Hey, I'm all for RG three. You know, I I I hope he does great. But I guarantee that that kid from USC is going to be our starter by week five because RG three is going to get hurt and Josh McCown is going to get hurt and we're going to be three and thirteen again and huge action is is going to get the the honeymoon just like they all get the one year well and then they'll start making excuses for them oh well you know it takes a while for the system to get in place why does it have to take more than a week for a system to get in place when you're talking about professional football players how freaking complicated does it have to be i mean really there's only so many patterns you can run. There's only so many places you can throw the football. There's only so many places, ways you can run block. There's only so many defense, defensive fronts. And it all boils down to playing football when the snap comes. And I can't believe if it, like these prima donnas, these millionaire prima donnas, 
like decide not to play for a coach because they don't like the system, so they're gonna suck, and then they can get away with that. Oh, the system. I'm so sick of the system. And offensive coordinator. Well, we gotta. You know, we're not gonna play to your strength. We're gonna play to my system because why? Why is your system so good? Did you win eight Super Bowls with it? Oh, you haven't won any Super Bowls. Oh, you haven't been to the playoffs yet. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. But but this ha- but this system you have here is perfect, and it can't be anything like the system that was in there before. So we might have a s- s- uh, less steep learning curve. That's why I, I think I like soccer more and more every year because once you get you once you get more used to it, you don't have to you don't have to analyze everything for four million years. They kick the ball. You know, they don't have to spend a month and a half installing a new offensive system because your coat, your hot shot young offensive coordinator got lucky one year and made the playoffs. Ugh. I know. I'm just. This this, this is what preseason football does. I don't care. Because, well, once, once football season actually starts, which is this weekend. Well, it's college starts this weekend, which is good. At least Saturdays is college football, and I don't have to listen to that much offensive scheme building and crap. They just go out there and pitch it around for the love of the game, but not really. They're all trying to get jobs in the NFL. But still, Saturday makes me feel good about football. Sunday makes me feel bad about football. That's all there is to it. I want to just go off about football coaches and just the crap that I have to you have to hear and sports talk in general is just terrible. I know that they have to talk about the same. I know it ain't easy. You try doing it day in and day out. I could do it right now. I'll cause they all talk about the same three things over and over again. And then it's time for a commercial after 20 seconds. Yeah, that's that's that takes a lot of skill. Oh, who's going to be the quarterback? Oh, who's going to be the quarterback? Oh, here, sorry, here comes Johnny's car dealer. Okay, we'll be right back after twenty minutes. That's how they make money. Okay, we're back. Let's take a call. Well, who do you think's going to be quarterback? Well, I tell you, if this guy's going to throw touchdowns, he should be the quarterback. But if he's going to throw interceptions, then he shouldn't be the quarterback. Well, what do you think, ex-NFL player who has real-world experience in the NFL? Well, I think it should be a team culture. And if you're going to win, you got to win every day. You got to win on the practice field You got so you can win on Sundays. We'll be right back after this uh, stupid vitamin commercial and three more car commercials. Thank you very much. And we're oh, looks like that's gonna do it. Uh, remember to keep your feet in the ground, and keep reaching for your mom. What's coming up next? Oh, we're gonna talk about baseball for three minutes. Oh, really? Okay, let's talk about baseball. Well, you know, this team's only gonna go as far as the pitching's gonna take them, and if their bats don't heat up, they're not gonna win very many games. We'll be right back after these commercials. Ugh. I think I, I'm gonna I. I need to come up with a sports talk radio spoof. I need to get some sound beds here. And I'm kind of a little too reclined in my chair right now. 
and I'm holding on to the mic stand, and I hope it's not bumping around because I I'm, I tend to lean back when I'm going to bitch. <laughs> Let me sit back straight here. Yeah, so out of the summer, summertime, we hardly knew you. Here comes fall, time to go back inside. <laughs> time for your kids to go back to school. Time for traffic to get worse. County fair season's come and gone. Sweet corn season's come and almost gone. All that stuff. I got some county fair eating stuff I should be talking about because I I love a county fair and I love eating as many things as I can and now I'm like in rec ooh. and now I'm in recovery week where I just got to eat nothing but lettuce lettuce and water to try to recover from oh the corn dogs and the cheese and the burgers and the cheese steaks and the cobbler and the subs and the donuts and the donuts and the donuts and the elephant ears. I sang a Templeton song from Charlotte's Web on the Mark Aram show last week. Did you hear that? Did it go flying over everybody's head? Yes, it did. But that's okay. That's how it goes. You know, that's how it goes. I'm chipping nine irons right over there, right over your heads for the most part. Where are we at here? We're 25 minutes. I think I might just, I, I got some other things to talk about, but I think I might just keep, get this one in the can and uh, see how it goes from there. So this is like this is the prelude to a new fall season in the sausage hut got more things planned i got more people i want to talk to besides el chapo although i want to i want to talk to more el chapo great thing about el chapo you get him on the podcast and then like two days later he ends up listening to it and not remembering any of it <laughs> Uh, check me out on Twitter at johnnykilbasa.com go buy a t-shirt on johnnykilbasa.com go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or Google Play drop me a line come say hi if you see me walking down the street check me out over here check me out over there Check me out on the Mark Aram shows Tuesdays and Thursdays and hopefully Mondays. And check me out coming out your mama's back door. Hi, 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 hi.